Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Behold, 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 a Pale Christmas podcast. Well, gentlemen, how are we doing over there today? Doing good, doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. We've got Brother Joe with us. Yeehaw. We've got Brother Alex with us. Praise be the Lord. We are standing in the snow in Antarctica as it comes around us with our own separate microphones, creating a, a, a fucking triangle. You know what I mean? I don't say that. Oh. We'll get a fucking giant snowstorm this weekend, you know. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. It could be some scarier shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Some scary stuff, dude. No, my guess is it's just gonna get rained out. You know. Let's hope. Let's hope. I heard the wind is the only thing you gotta worry about. You know, the real wind nice. The well, the true, the true, the, the the craziest thing is all those Amazon packages that are supposed to be there Christmas Eve that are really teetering. You know, some people's oh, whole yeah. Christmas, some people's whole Christmases are depending on the weather out there. You know what I mean? The biggest conspiracy of them all. They'll have the to get the gifts at New Year's. Break. Yeah, New Year's will be the new Christmas. Yeah. They say, uh, what is it, 50s to 20? They say New Year's is the new Christmas. You know what I mean? Very nice. Very good. <laughs> the digital Christmas. Doing it. You know what I mean? So we're going to pop off. This, this episode's been coming for a little bit now. You know what I mean? A little bit now. Um, Bob Lazar. Fantastic. You know what I mean? Um, I know that uh, for me, I'm going to say a little bit, then I'm going to pass it off to Brother Joe. Uh, Bob popped on my radar with Rogan. You know what I mean? During the Rogan interviews. and Some people give Joey a hard time now and say, don't really 
have anybody too fantastical on. But you got to kind of remember some of the people who brought forth, you know what I mean? Like Bob. Like Bob's, I feel like I probably might not have, you know, maybe not heard about him as quick if it wasn't for Rogan. But uh, definitely super interesting stuff. Now, before Joe tells us the the story, the story of how it goes, Alex, what's your history with, with Bob Lazar? My history? Well, we your went history to, with Bob, yeah. Well, we went to college together, and yeah. uh, we tried uh, some LSD and uh, uh, did uh, great cake stands together. Really? We were known as the Eiffel Tower Twins Whoa. You know, back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I consider him like a brother, a sister, a father, and a mother all rolled into one. But you couldn't get him on the show? No, unfortunately, unfortunately, he doesn't feel the same way about me as I feel about him. Unfortunately, that's how it goes. Will he give you a Christmas card at least? Are you on that list? Well, he said that it is uh, on route uh, uh, through uh, Mars and then through Venus. And then it should then drop into my hands. Bob Lazar, living legend, you know, too hot to kill, they say, you know, too hot to trot. Joe. I, I heard, I heard Lazar. Quote, yeah. Quote, Alex just picks up a keg and then the keg stand does a hawk stand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was, that was a way back <sighs> in the day, man. Unquote. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Yes. Like, yeah. True party animal. <laughs> you know, you got apple American apple pie, bubble gum, Bob Lazar. So a rough breakdown of the Bob Lazar type deal is pretty much, you know, reverse engineered you the debris from the UFO crash site at Roswell taken to a secret base and used in reverse engineering and the building of highly advanced technological aircraft so it's like you know all these crazy envelope fucking can't explain you know airplanes and aerodynamic type dealings we have out there uh you know, and a lot of other things claim to be because of, you know, the materials found on spaceships. So Bob's gig was to kind of go in there and, you know, go figure out what a material is, break it down into the components and, you know, see what type, what, what the ingredients to the pie are, you know what I mean? To kind of figure out what's in it and then re-engineer it to use it to our benefit, you know what I mean? Which, uh, of course, is a fantastic thing to do on paper, you know what I mean? Until people start dying, you know, we don't know the number of how many people. We just know there was an accident and some folks done disappeared. Some people, some folks didn't enjoy Christmas with their families this year. Okay, Bob. All right. In 1989, a physicist, our boy Bob Lazar, claimed that he worked at the secret uh, base outside of Las Vegas, Nevada, where he had witnessed the reverse engineering of an alien spacecraft and the testing of extremely advanced aircraft. The government officially denied the existence of the secret base known as Area 51. You know what I mean? Poppin, most famous of all, you know what I mean? Some people will speculate that it's not quite Area 51 where things go down, but nearby. Um, but the UFO investigators had long suspected that the installation uh, near Groom Dry Lake, 
was the site where the UFO was allegedly crashed near Roswell, New Mexico, in July of 1947. Now, that was reverse-engineered to create such an aircraft as a stealth bomber, you know what I mean, those real slick ones. Um, I remember them popping on the scene. It was, they were cool. They were fucking making airplanes cool again, you know. For many years, the UFO buffs hid that the rugged terrain near the base and watched the right sky and the night sky for mysterious lights that they knew were engineered from an alien spacecraft. The Groom Lake base officially designated the Nellis Air Force Bombing and Gunnery Range. Uh, and located to the federally protected territory in Nye, Lincoln, and Clark counties, covers an area equal to Rhode Island in Connecticut. And we know about that area. It is in grid number 51 of the Nevada test site, thus area 51. You know what I mean? Some real shit. Nellis Air Force Bombing and Gunnery Range. The base was not has not really been secret since March of 1993. Uh, the issue of popular science brought the reconnaissance, reconnaissance ugh, aircraft aurora, aurora out of the black and revealed the Mach 6 spy plane was developed at the closely guarded Air Force facility in Gordon Lake. Let's go joking. Groom Lake. Built in 1954 as a place to test the secret U-2 spy plane that flew Renaissance missions over the Soviet Union to the base was later designed to accommodate the A-12, the SR-71, manned spy aircraft and the D-21 spy drone. In his controversial book, The Day After Roswell, Colonel Philip K. Corso, U.S. Army retired, claims that he was given personal stewardship of various extraterrestrial artifacts recovered from the crash Roswell spacecraft in 1947. Uh, the Behold the Pill podcast archives and little small house museum would love to have some of these uh, art- artifacts, you know what I mean, in our deal. Corso states that he distributed the objects of alien technology to Lex to select government contractors and that despite official denials, the U.S. government has employed large numbers of scientists in secretly and ambiguously achieving reverse engineering from advanced alien technology. Among the results are fiber optics, light amplification devices, Kevlar, lightweight, uh, heavily resistant material used in, among other things, body armor. You know, when you have Kevlar, I automatically think of the bulletproof vest, you know what I mean? Now, in a large number of advances in the laser weaponry, you know, can be credited to that. Corso was on General, General Douglas MacArthur's intelligence staff following the Korean War, and he was later assigned to President Dwight Eisenhower's Security Council. Then the Army Research and Development Department's Foreign Technology Desk at the Pentagon According to Corso, when he moved into the Foreign Technology Division, he was given a file cabinet of artifacts from the Roswell crash and instructed to begin working on a plane of action and recommendations for their use. His superiors were enthusiastic about the artifacts' possible utility in building spaceships that would be imprevious to radiation, cosmic activity, or gunfire. You know what I mean? Very valuable things. Uh, that would be on his big resume of things I can do for you if hired. One of Corso's first file cabinet discoveries was paper-thin piece of metal about the size of a postcard. 
somehow the metals atoms were aligned in such a way that government scientists all failed to back engineer it. Next, according to Corso, the scientists moved on to an integrated circuit the size of a microchip that gave rise to the transistor. In a government program called Applied Engineering, Corso and his staff would find people in industry who uh, who were working in a particular area of scientific research and would then supplement these research and development efforts by introducing some of the alien technology. In some instances, the government agencies would even fund the work. Although Corso's claims remain controversial, they continue to keep alive the accusations that the government has hidden the truth about the alleged alien crash at Roswell from the public, which, as we all know, if we've asked a billion times, what's the big old deal, y'all, with that? And uh, Religiano got to be up in there. So, well, we're go- Alex really didn't know too much about Bob. You know what I mean? No, no, it it was a uh, a new uh, rabbit hole to go down. Uh, Matt uh, gave me the name, told me uh, we were going to talk about him. So I checked out the Wikipedia and found some interesting things about the guy. Very interesting guy. Can't wait to learn more about him. Yeah, throughout discussion, I'm very curious to hear. I only bring this up because I'm very curious at the end of this episode to find out your opinion of what you've learned today. You know what I mean? And your opinion. See, see, that is why I'm on the show. I am the one who sits back and listens and and, and, uh, learns the most because a lot of this stuff is all new to me. I'm just a babe in the woods. You know, we... We would have no female audience if it wasn't for you, bud. Hey, what can I say? I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm the only one here with double D tits, so, you know. <laughs> Don't take it there. <laughs> All right, Joe, before we get canceled out, <laughs> let's, 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 tap, let's tap into Bobby's world. You know what I mean? Where did Bobby pop on, on scene for you originally first? First time you ever remember? Uh, it was Rogan. Yeah, yeah, a lot of big stuff. Pretty, I'm pretty sure, you know. Um, I mean, I saw a clip or something on Facebook or Instagram, one of the two. I can't remember. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then I like immediately watched the documentary. Like before, even I didn't get to um, watch all of whatever, or listen to the whole episode of Rogan. But I found the documentary when I got home from work. You know, I've been like hooked ever since, man. Like the, the week after I watched a documentary, I went to uh, Vegas for the first time. Never been out there. You know what I mean? It was awesome. You know, last day we were there, we rented a car and went to the Hoover Dam mm. uh, and and drove to uh, Red Rock Canyon. And it's right by Area 51. So it's, it's just eerie, eerie vibe getting getting out there man driving out there you don't see anybody for an hour it's just like what the hell's going on out here man you know just who knows desert. <clears throat> all desert you know what i mean yeah oh yeah incredible scene out there like it's probably the best spot i've ever seen in my life really yeah oh it's insane insane Perfect. Alex, what? How do you feel about Area Fifty One? I know there's certain things you don't get down with, certain things you do. Where's that hold a place in your mind? Well, are you talking about the uh, the uh, whether it's 
where they uh, hide the UFOs and other alien artifacts. Or... No. No, I'm talking about where you can get the best tuna fish sub. Ah, like area that 51. Area 51. Hey, what do you hey, think I'm they... talking about fucking Area 51? <laughs> you know? Have you been abducted by aliens and microchips? Dude, 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 my entire <laughs> life is being abducted by aliens. So. They just Dang. love to give me the anal probe. You know, they like <laughs> no. to harness my, my farts. What can this I say? This is coming. Yeah. Um... Area Easy fish. access, man. Easy access, you know? Hey, well, yeah. I need it cleaned either way. So, you know, if they want to help, I'm down for it. Um, well, Area 51 is, is, is like everything. The, the idea and, and, and the fact, I, I would not be surprised, first of all, that there is aliens uh, visiting our planet because the fact trying to believe that we are the only place with intelligent uh, life is is ridiculous with so many planets, galaxies, and all that out there. I mean, the fact is, there's definitely intelligent life out there. The only fact uh, question is, what do they want from us, and uh, what what they're getting out of you know their visits to us. I mean, if uh, if the government got their hold of a UFO, yeah, the first thing that they do is uh, get a government installation, start uh, trying to dissect that technology so that they can make a quick buck. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the idea of Area 51 is very plausible, uh, as long as you're open to the idea that there are other creatures out there that probably, I would think, probably look at us like a gaming reserve, you know, come in. You know, they, they track some uh, some people, let us out in the wild, uh, you know, uh, keeps an eye on our uh, feeding and mating habits, you know, to write in their little scientific journals. Because, I mean, if there is an alien species out there that is techno- uh, technologically advanced enough to travel from planets to planets over great distances... I mean, if they were to look at us, they'd probably look at us as, you know, maybe as like uh, cats or dogs, you know, a little pet stuff. Definitely not on the same level as they are. And the fact is that if they're careless and and not uh, or being careful, cats and dogs bite. So they're traveling down there. They uh, misjudge entry. And then end up, you know, in in, uh, in Area 51. And the fact is that, you know, if that was the case, if that did happen, then the first thing that our government would want to do is contain the information, make sure that nothing comes out. If anyone, you know, starts poking around, pick up a flimsy excuse about a weather balloon being the thing that landed, very easy standard you know cover up procedure then they'd uh, take all the uh, stuff that they'd retrieve if the aliens did die in there they'd probably do an autopsy to try to figure out the uh, reality of how close they are to us and most importantly if, if the government's involved see uh, the best way to kill them in case they do become a big threat and that we have to then uh, combat with them. And of course, uh, finding their ship and technology, the first thing they want to do is try to back engineer that so that they can 
either make more for themselves or at least, like I said, uh, find a way and make a quick butt, buck. So yeah. yeah, I think it's totally plausible. You know, we always we always think of te- like testing, like they're 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 doing tests on people, they're tagging them, sending them out. But what yeah. if that was the one of the biggest conspiracies of all? Is just making think people think that that was a reality when the the, the bigger reality is that we're exotic meat on the intergalactic meat market, and that you know all the a lot of these people that go missing and shit actually get brought up and divided up evenly for uh which that's thanksgiving in a different language different fucking yeah, deal i mean i mean i Alex would not... celebrates that he celebrates <laughs> yes 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 i mean i like a good old rump roast that was yeah. alien language i'm not being that wasn't anything from from earth i don't want anybody to get offended that was alien <laughs> language yeah, yes, matt, yes. matt that was pretty consistent i don't know how you did that twice i was good because i i you know well, I, what can, I, I, I what can we say? He's a cunning linguist. He knows how to use his tongue. Just ask oh, wow. any lady around Bob. You're not <laughs> supposed to tell people that. Huh? They're gonna, now they're <laughs> going to put they're going to put the pieces together. We're going to be in trouble. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean that's also another thing. The only thing yeah. is, if they were coming down to Earth just to pick up some prime rib for like. You know, Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, well, realistically, it's just as plausible as them doing tests because, like, what are they doing tests for? Wouldn't they have learned whatever they need to learn about us well, by now? I mean, I mean, the thing is that there was a point where we were talking about that. If you look back into the idea of evolution and all that, yeah, that we ourselves could be some scientific experiment that they created. That they came back, uh, came to Earth, like. Millions upon millions of years ago, played around with some of uh, our distant ancestors and uh, did a little gene splicing, and that's why we are the way we are today. Word. Um, well, let's get back into Bob. Right. Okay, Bob. Let's get back into Bob. Bob, Bob. Bobby. 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 Bobby, if you hear this episode, nothing but love, reach out. We want to have you on the show. Hell yeah. These guys fooled me. They thought uh, I thought you guys you thought that Big Bob was going to be on. Well, Alex was fooled, but we well, won't. Well, I'm misunderstood. We don't want the audience I, to change their opinion. I, I was talking to Matt, and Matt gave me the impression that we were going to go into his uh, white van. We're going to travel around Bob's neighborhood, and when he's out for a jog, grab him, throw him in the van, and do the zoom in the, in the back of the van. But unfortunately, that that did not happen. Um, but hey, there's always tomorrow. Yeah. Well, not if you're gonna say that, then can be tomorrow. <laughs> this gonna be an episode. I'm not gonna be able to do that no more. I was swindled. <laughs> yeah, you might have to edit that out. Fuck. Uh-oh. This goes live to the aliens. So, and those are the ones who're gonna want to know most. You know, Bob kind of. So Bob was a smart dude. Very smart dude. I believe he said he went to Massachusetts, right? He went to college in Massachusetts. MIT. MIT. Yeah. yeah, I think MIT and then one other college. But yeah, no, I yeah. think I think he only did a project over at MIT. That could be true. I remember yeah. Mass was he was spent some time in Mass. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, like about his uh, like credentials. Yeah, is they like tearing him apart, that saying that 
oh, he was never at MIT. Like, you know, his records are pretty much all cleared out. Like, they don't know where he is or that, like, people are saying that he's making this up, that up, you know. But the if you work, if you, yeah, if you work deep in the government and they want your shit to be erased, it's going to be erased. It's easy enough, yeah. Right, of course. No, yeah, I with know. enough power, you can uh, make anyone disappear. With right. power, with power comes the eraser. That's what they said. The mighty pen, the mighty uh, pencil. Um, the only other thing I know really about his uh, his like come up was that I think he got the job at Area Fifty One because he he had like a a car that he put like a jet engine in or something crazy like that. Yeah, it was like a dragster. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a smart dude. And that's why it's so compelling yeah. of a story. You know, that's why like Ted Bundy was so convincing the serial killer. Cause when you're watching him, you know, talk to the judge and talk to the courtroom, he was compassionate and seemed normal. You know what I mean? The whole vibe, the same deal. So everybody keep an eye out on Bob Lazar because he could be the next Ted Bundy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah you, don't hear, you, you don't hear, you don't hear about. <laughs> You don't hear about too many jet engine dragsters like in yeah. the neighborhood, you know. Do it, you know. But like, what I meant, what I was going for is like that. He he's like legitimately a smart dude that knows what he's doing. And when you got a crazy person that's telling you crazy things and doing crazy things, they're crazy. But if they're doing intelligent things and telling you something crazy, you got to go. Well, maybe there's something to this here. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, so uh, he put a jet engine in in a dragster. So you're saying that he's the uh, the, the first Fast and the Furious, that he's the precursor to Mister Vin Diesel. Time machine no. too. No, yeah, I don't. I don't think Vin Diesel was doing that shit in '89. That's more Back to the Future stuff. Yeah, like he was figuring out a way to go Back to the Future. That's what that's more like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he put like a mini jet engine on like a like a mini bike too. That's dangerous. Which I don't know if awesome. I support yeah. that. Hey, he's still alive, so he's not that fucking dumb, you know. Where he wore a helmet, kids. He was definitely wearing. He was wearing three helmets that day. Children listening, always wear a helmet when you're playing around with jet engines. With rocket fuel, yeah. it burns with, your skin. Be careful, with Bobby. With Bobby, yeah. So they hired Bobby at Area 50 Vaughn. All right. Well, S4 is where he gets picked up. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Joe, tell us a little bit about this. All right. So I'm going to cut through a big fucking chunk. I just smashed through an audio book that was like seven hours long. Hell yeah. <laughs> took up the past couple of my days, you know, but it's all right. What book and where can they find it? Uh, I think it's called Dreamland. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember him promoting that. Yeah, pretty much anywhere I think you get audiobooks. Hell yeah. I listened to it on Hoopla. It's some fucking library app. It's pretty cool, though. Or... Uh, so what I got is, you know, he claimed he worked for Area S4, which is like a, a part of Area 51. Mm-hmm. And he was hired to, like, reverse engineer what they believe was alien crafts. And, uh, you know, with this project, he has this top secret clearance. So they're monitoring his phone calls in his house. Mm-hmm. You know, he's working crazy hours. You know, they're giving him work. They aren't giving him work. It's not consistent. 
and uh, they aren't paying him for the first like month or two of his work. No, no talk, no talk of pay. Just you know, I would have assumed it was big money. Like that's I, why he was too. putting up with me the too. shit. Me too. That's what yeah. I, I was thinking. I couldn't believe five hours into this audio book, he's saying I'm not getting paid. I'm like, no, fuck, ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, the work's not consistent. You know, this guy's in a car watching his house at all hours of the day. When he's home, when he's not home, you know, figuring out, you know, watching his wife, watching everything, you know. And uh, he starts panicking. You know what I mean? Like because they're giving him work for a couple of weeks, then they aren't giving him work. They don't give him work for like a month or whatever, however long it was. But it was a long time for enough, like time for him to start panicking right. and, and, and worrying about what the hell's going on. Because like, they're, they're not giving him work, but they're still surveilling his house. You know what I mean? They're still watching his house and, every day. There's people at his house, like out outside of his house, watching him from like right, you know, a couple houses down. Yeah, which would freak anybody out. You know of what I mean? I mean? It's fucking wild. Well, that world. In that world, they're watching. Oh yeah, there's only a couple of reasons why they're watching you and following you. And, right. and like, I remember him saying he was a little scared about like with, with we you talking about the gaps of work. It's because the scary part about that isn't because you're waiting for the next check. It's the fact that maybe they change had a change of heart about you working on the project. And if right. you're not gonna, there's it's not you know have a nice life. You you've seen all this secret shit. Go have a nice life. If you're off the project, you're off the project. Wink, wink. You know what I mean. You're you're off off the project in the desert. Peace. You give him the yeah, peace. yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, he didn't even get a check, so he was yeah. like, "Do do I still have the job?" He's thinking he didn't even get the job. It makes you think. If yeah, if people, if there's like you know when they go to hire these people, there's like twenty of them. They only hire three of them, and the rest are killed. So they don't tell people that they were up for this job. Wild. It could, you know, this is because whenever we talk about the, the, the secret crazy shit of getting killed, it go, this is it. Like this is, this is the level where it's at with, with people getting killed for what they know. Well, so at, at this point, I, I didn't put this in here, but hmm. they did tell him, Oh, there was an accident before you came here. So. Yeah, and that's it. They're just like, there was an accident. And he's like, what do you mean there was an accident? You know, with, with what? With what? Uh, well, it was an, there was an accident. Some people died. We took care of it. Thanks. He's like, oh, okay. Like, so then, like, now you're here. It's like, what What the hell? What the hell? Thanks. Uh, okay, that, thanks for the info, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and then he then everything you know he's a fucking scientist is everything is running through his head, thinking what were they what were they doing with did they did they drill it with power tools did they did they you know cut it with a gr- you know grinder did they did they you know what did they try to do throw it up against the wall you know what I mean like anything anything could have happened yeah so yeah the guy starts panicking makes total fucking sense so. When all this is going down, he tells his friends and his wife, you know, what he's been doing. Because it's been a couple of months, you know, he's 
kind of scared for his life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, you know, he brings them out to where they're doing the test flights. So that they're doing test flights every Wednesday. Same time, I guess, you know, whatever, a couple of hours at, at the night. And, uh, you know, almost as like an insurance in case something happens to him. You know what I mean? Like, because he, he doesn't know what the hell. Nobody knows he's going out there. Nobody knows where he's going. He, he's going out there with a couple other people, like I think one other person. And then there's a couple other people that are working there with him, but they don't talk. They have no social, you know, conversations at all. Right. So he's just doing this to cover his ass. You know I mean, they go, they go, they go out there three weeks in a row and they see shit consistently every week. And his friends and his wife are like, what the, what the hell's, what, what is this? Like, what the hell's going on? You know, they see the shit come out of nowhere in the desert, something they've never seen before. And, uh, the third week, they get caught by security out in the middle of the fucking desert, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they interrogate him. Don't mind me cracking bits. <laughs> for Bob. It's for Bob. It's for Bob. Yes. For Bob. Yeah. And the children, they call the aliens the children. Hell yeah. I'm sorry. The kids, the kids. No, the kids are always getting into trouble. The kids are all right. Hey, you know? No. So, yeah, they uh, they interrogate him. He denies. He says and he, he has, hasn't said anything to any of his friends, wife. And, uh, you know, they drop his phone logs, say his wife's having an affair. And they end up removing him from the job, saying uh, he would be emotionally unstable after this. Mm-hmm. Because of the affair and because, you know, they had he's, a, he's a man and he can't handle life. Yeah. Did they come, they came forward with hiding it on him too, right? They had to, if they, if they knew about it for so long, which I think well, was, big. well, yeah, well, they, you know, they just dropped it on them. They were like, you're fired and your wife's having an affair. Boom. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's <laughs> fucked up to hit him like yeah. that. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, either this guy's telling the truth or he's like the best storyteller ever because that's fucking wild. <laughs> and the story is crazy. The story, do you, do you want to, should we, should we dive in a little bit of, uh, the, the deal? Of, yeah, I know t- some, take it apart, I, man. I'll, I'll, t- I'll talk to you guys about whatever the hell I know, you know. Well, I know some of it. I know like how he started working there and, uh, yeah, you know the reverse engineering uh, of the some like the, there was a ship that they found. I remember him telling a story about like a fifty foot ship that they went in, and there was like in the middle there was like three seats in the middle of it in a triangle type position. Uh, and I guess yeah, like there the was, main. He said power. there was not there was nine of them. Yeah, nine different crafts. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like the, they were all different sizes and shapes and shit. It was like a me- metallic. It didn't have any screens. It was all one like the same texture. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think I think uh, I don't know if he worked on all of them. I think he only worked on one of them. Yeah, but like like you said, like yeah, it was all like one material. Yeah, so there was no seams. There was no rivets. There was no welds. There was no nothing. 
It was just like, it was like a one cast. There was a latch. The only thing I think you said is there was a latch to like get it. It must have been for the door. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a a door like came down so you could get into it. But they were, they were like smaller. They were like made for like people that were like three feet high, which that always trips me out. That fucking trips me out. They get a little small, you know, I know that you're talking a little about the grays being more of, um, um, like, uh, Almost like cyborg, but made with flesh. Like, like we like not naturally born, but like we take flesh and with with creating more flesh, we are able to make like a human type deal. But it's like our version of the human. There's so many different crazy things you can say about aliens of what people think they are. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I'll I'll be honest with you, and like where where he stands in the whole situation. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even care about the aliens. And I don't either. I don't either. Like, honestly, like, listening to this whole story. Yeah. I'm I'm like, whatever, man. Like, these things could come to our fucking Earth and eviscerate us, like, in a heartbeat. And we wouldn't even know. But, like, learning this, if, if this is true, which it's fucking true, dude. Like, it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like a year after this guy was on Rogan, yeah, NASA is like NASA like publicly came out and said that they're working on UFOs. Like, mm. it yeah. it's not a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I'm with. I you. mean, it, it it could be, but like, what they're distracting us from fucking COVID? Like, come on, like, <laughs> it have to be something bigger than COVID. It would have. The only way, like, I know, a, I know. If there was a bigger conspiracy involved, I could almost see, but that would be have to be something gigantically huge to try and take people's eyes off of that they were, that aliens were a work. If aliens were a gimmick that they were, they were just throwing out there to get you to think that there's aliens and not something else, that would be, that's fucking gigantic. Um, but it's a possible deal. Now, the thing that, that with Lazar's story that I always liked is, there was multiple types of aliens, which I all, cause we grow up, you grow up only knowing about grays, you know, or what people kind of classify as grays, which is like, you know, the big head, the black guys, the gray thin bodies, but there's all types. I know in his description, there was one where he said it was almost like a gelatin, um, which that always stuck with me, you know, the idea of like a gelatin type. I did, alien. I did, I, I haven't heard any of that. Yeah, he, he I heard it. He, he didn't go over that at all in the book. Yeah, I think I heard a new a newer Rogan episode. Oh yeah, I think I think, I think it's possible. Hey, and a director of a doctor. Yeah, you must have. You must have because I yeah, listened but, to the old. I listened to the older ones, and I, I, I remember, don't think. Yeah, they were talking I, about that. I remember he said, he said he. From what I heard, I heard he he said he didn't see an alien. He thinks it would like what Alex was saying. He thinks it was like a doll. And, okay. and they were they were using it for like a uh, as a reference for like size for movement yeah. around around the craft or whatever. You know what I mean? Because yeah. obviously the you know it, it looks like they got a three foot chair in there. You know what I mean? Like a, a regular human's not going to sit in that thing or, or a, a you know bigger being, whatever. Right. 
Could, couldn't fit into it. He couldn't fit into it. He said he couldn't stand in the craft. He had to fucking crouch when he was walking through it. So the thing with the bigger picture, which is weird, is like you take William Cooper, the guy, you know, the guy who kind of mainly the show's named after his book, Behold the, Behold the Pale Horse. Um, we got Behold the Pale podcast, but uh, you know, his whole like road to conspiracy started with him being, I think, in the uh, the Navy, and he was on a boat with like three other people or whatever. And supposedly a craft came out of the water and you know, like flew off and for his entire, like for the majority of his life, he was pushing that. But I think later in life, he he went into a weird thing, which who's to say if it's weird or not, but he went into a theory of how the government showed him that to trick him into thinking that there were aliens, and then there's a bigger picture involved, which is kind of crazy. But was it just was it just uh, him in that? And in, in on the well, I mean, there was three other people that no, that became like a movement, like that. A lot of other people believe it now, but I remember him kind of. He's probably one of the first people that started. I assume I don't know saying the, that. Oh no, the whole alien thing. No, I know. I, I have never looked into his. I, I know, like the well, he flipped his he flipped his opinion on it, which was kind of a weird deal. It started on that from, story. Well, his well, like what happened is his kind of. If I if I remember correctly, the first kind of thing that he really started talking about with evidence was this space thing. Was the craft coming out of the water because he was in the navy, so he was able to see that stuff. But then I think later in his life, he went back and he said he still seen it, but that he didn't think it was aliens. He thought it was the government portraying a big facade to cover up something bigger. Okay. You know, and he's a, Cooper is a crazy dude, you know, crazy story rather. I don't want to say crazy dude, but he was such an interest. He was someone they had, that they had to kill for, for whatever reason he had to kill. Like his death was definitely murder. The police killed him for sure. And, really? Uh, yeah. He, he, we got an interesting episode on him and um, he was a bit of a cowboy for sure, but like they knew, if instigated, either he had would have had to have killed the whole town of police, or he'd be dead by the end of it. There was there was no other option, and obviously was going to kill all the police in the town. Damn, he lost it that much, huh? He like lost it that much, like. So what happened with Cooper in the end is like he was. Uh, story has it is there was police. He had like a cul-de-sac by his house, and teenagers would go out there and party and supposedly the cops were watching them or the FBI or whatever the, and all the local police and everybody was in on the deal and they were in the cul-de-sac and then I guess he, he, he seen them down there so he went down in his truck or his van or whatever he went down there and he to go tell him you know get the fuck out of here and he got down there and it was a, there was a cop that he recognized in plain like out of out of cop outfit in the car and they had words and they they started shooting at each other he shot the cop i believe like in the head but the cop lived he he got into his car flew back to his house and by the time by the time he got to his house there was cops in his yard and they shot him when he was going from his truck to his house running into his house and they there was a big deal where like how they he was alive for like six or seven hours like in his front yard like they didn't bring the paramedics in to get him like they were they didn't want him to live 
You know what I mean? It was a crazy deal. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was a wild deal, but it's like, it goes into that whole deal. Uh, You know, hopefully they're not killing people like that for that stuff nowadays. And big respect to Cooper. Yeah. When was this? When was this? This was in like the late nineties, early 2000. This was, um, the last he predicted Cooper, I believe. Yeah, Cooper was predicting that, like, was the nine eleven. He was getting into nine eleven, not being Osama bin Laden, but being an inside job. I'm pretty positive that Cooper was one of the first people to be spinning that, and that was problematic. Like, especially during that time, like that was everybody here remembers the rah 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 of America at the point of nine eleven, dude. So for you to go against nine eleven, you could definitely get some small town cops to put you in the fucking dirt. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they were building him up to be like this dude that was gonna lead the Che Rivera of fucking the USA. You know what I mean? Like they they were raising him up to be a problem. You know what I mean? No shit. Wow. Like, yeah, it was a weird deal. Like, like Tupacalypse. Tupacalypse, I almost feel, was killed by police because he was, like, he was talented and he could touch people in the heart enough that he could probably start a real movement. He's the only real hip-hop artist I could think that could actually, that I could say that about, but really any musician, honestly. That was and Puff some, Daddy, son. Puff Daddy all Puff, day. The, have you seen the footage of Puff Daddy as, as the Joker? That's the best thing Puff Daddy's ever done in his life, dude. When he dressed up as the Joker, all coked out of his brain last oh, yeah. Halloween. That's 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 his crowning achievement. I heard that Puffy was robbing uh, Biggie Blind, like he was taking all his money, but nobody talked. Oh, to him. I'm sure he was. Yeah. I bet he had him killed too. Oh, the Puffy oh. dude. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Imagine that. I'd love to see. When I seen him as the Joker. I've heard a lot of people say that. I thought he that he had both of them killed. I'm I'm not gonna lie. When I seen him as the Joker, I said I had no idea Puffy was this unstable. Like for real. Like when you see him in that role, like anybody out there who thinks I didn't see that video, but I I heard it and I was like, You heard it. Yeah, like anybody out there doesn't know what we're talking about, go watch the video of Puffy on Halloween being the Joker. And he's like so in character, it's like Wow, this dude's like deranged for real. Uh, it is quite possible. There is high speculation. Even Eminem brought it out in a diss track against MGK that uh, Puffy killed fucking Tupac. Scary. But uh, let's get back to Bob Lazar, eh? Let's pop back. Yeah. Much, Hawk, much. Tupac, you still alive? Tupac. <laughs> Tupac's I'm, still I'm still here. I'm still here. Tupac. Tupac Shakur. Still with yeah, us. That, that's my rapper name. Yeah. That should be your rapper name. So he. So yeah, yeah. Hold on, I got, I got a good one here. So All right, cool, cool. To, to roll back to where we got fucking lost here with. Oh yeah. Lazar. You know, NASA is studying UFOs publicly since 2020, and I feel like more people care about the sneaker deal Kanye lost with Adidas. Yeah, for sure. What the hell? Yeah. I don't, yeah. That's fucked up. It is. And I don't know why people aren't so interested in it. It's very, when you don't, when people talk about dumbing dumbing down a nation and zombifying people, that right there is perfect example of it. But like in the best, best example, because why aren't people interested in the fact that they're, they're actually saying it's legitimate now. You know what I mean? Like there was that Tic Tac one, 
that was what, like mid COVID or right before COVID or something like that. I remember they had, they had new footage of some Tic Tac type. Uh, well, that was the, the other one that the Fravor one, I think I was talking about earlier. Okay. Commander Fravor. I think yeah. it was like 2004. Okay. But I think, I think he was on Rogan and it was bringing it up. You know what I mean? Like bringing it out to people and, but that's the one the, the thing that he saw, which was fucked up. Like the tic tac shaped thing. Yeah. It was like it was like a forty foot tic tac. Yeah. And they saw it <laughs> flying right above the water. Yeah. So when you said that Cooper thing to me, I was like, "What the fuck? Like that's weird. That's it's- very strange." And 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 the immediate thing I thought when I heard that was. What were they doing right above the water? That's very strange. It's almost like they were just watching shit in the water. Yeah. Because what else would they be doing? They'd have to be just watching. If there was something just hovering above water. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's surveying what's going on in the water. Well, the creepy thing is when you really, you know, we don't, there's so much we don't know about deep in the ocean and right you, i know i know if you were to be if you were to be in some type of craft and like you know if anybody out there want to go deeper in it there's a few joe rogan interviews that are pretty good with him and he gets descriptive you know what i mean but like the you know the the like the ship that he he describes you know could go you get vibe like it could go anywhere he's talking about how you could bend light with gravity and like how you could like walk under it and look above, look look up at it and not be able to see it because the way gravity bends. You mean Lazar? You talking about Lazar? Yeah. 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 And yeah. Uh, but like if the crafts can do shit like that, then like if they can definitely fucking go to the depths of the ocean. Yeah. And like we don't know what's down there. Nothing will bother them down there. You know what I mean? Great hiding spot. Very kind of creep. Whenever I think about them in the like over the ocean, like you're just saying, hovering and shit, it's like, man, it's got to be because there's something down there. Like they, there's some gigantic base or something. Now the scary thing about having that base down there, and who's to say how long it's been there? Maybe it was there before the water was there. And um, but when that busts out, like that, that that's that could be the end of the world, like tsunami style. If if we if you had some gigantic thing pop out of the like the fucking bottom of the 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 ocean because that's all the tsunamis are those little earthquakes where like one little kick the the rock fucking rubs the wrong way sends off a ripple oh yeah yeah like so a rogue you, wave yeah so if a you, rogue wave is started yeah yeah so if you had it some could be gigantic, this thing just diving into the water well going, even well the even with the way that they're I think aerodynamically they probably cut right in but I'm talking like if there was something under like if there was something in the floor of the ocean whenever that thing came up that would whatever when when that thing cracked the earth it would send something to devastate the world I'm sure some type of wave because that'd be massive that'd be troublesome stuff Alex what do you think are you scared yeah. is that what you <laughs> want for is- Christmas well, I mean, the thing is, to be perfectly honest, if uh, aliens were to, uh, let's say, you know, live on Earth without our knowledge, yeah. living in the ocean is the best place to do it. 
Because even with all of our technology and all that, there are a lot of places in the ocean that we have never, ever seen or have no way of seeing at this point. Yeah. So, so the fact is that, yeah, if, I mean, there's always been talk about different, uh, like aliens, you know, living amongst us. And the fact is they could very simply just be living in the oceans. Yeah. Well, that's what's kind of crazy about it. Cause if you really, if you were to think about it and say, Hey, look, you know, this is humanity. These are some of the worst things they can do to each other. The most destructive things like atom bombs and stuff, you know, what are the, what, you know, yeah, above atom bombs, you're dealing with natural disasters and comet hits. You know what I mean? That's probably your, your, your next big deal. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, it's troublesome. You know what I mean? But if you were going to want, if there was somewhere you wanted to go survive, where would you go? Under the water. If if a fucking comet hit, you were deep in the ocean, you'd have a better chance of survival. An atomic bomb went off or whatever, you have a better chance of survival. I don't know if it'd be a better chance of survival. I think so. I mean, the thing is that... I mean, it, it also depends on where it hits. I mean, heck, if you get hit by, like, the asteroid that killed the uh, dinosaurs. Right. I mean, the fact is that uh, there was a lot of prehistoric creatures that got wiped out that were in the ocean. Yeah, so, well, they're down deep. I mean, I'm talking deep, that, as deep as it goes. And I do think that there's still prehistoric shit that down deep. I feel like if they could ever go down deep enough where cameras freeze up and they can't see shit, they'd find some wild stuff that had to go there to adapt. And I'm sure it's pretty big and pretty ancient. You know what I mean? And it feeds off of uh, whatever it finds on the bottom, like Alex Alonk. <laughs> no, you big Oh, head. yeah, yeah. You, you, you're waiting for uh, Meg 2 to hit the theaters? You know, Meg 2, I enjoyed Meg 2 because I like weird, shark, crazy movies like that. And the plot actually made a little bit of sense with it coming out of the the fucking depth. That's the only place it could be. Yeah, uh, well, like I said, I mean, mean, uh, to a point, I mean, if, if, I mean, for example, like sharks have been around for forever. And when, uh, when, you know, the asteroid hits, the sharks just got smaller because the sharks used to be, you know, enormous for the fact of their food supply. Word. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, possibilities with, so you know, I, you know I, creatures yeah. evolving to try to survive. And the fact is that if, like, like we were saying before, if aliens did decide to come and, let's say, put a base on Earth, and especially with how nowadays everyone has a uh, a a camera on their phone and 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 they want to go unnoticed. You know, having a base in the deepest, uh, darkest parts of the ocean is probably the best way to go. You want to trip out, just kind of look up into the sky and and think think of like, you know, sh- ships that could have tr- be translucent translucent. You can look through it. Look for almost like little, little like uh, like predatory, uh, you know, mixed. Almost like you know, like the little blur, like a little blur type deal. You know what I mean? 
Uh, it's out there. But the thing that always gets me about the aliens is the different ones because, you know, the, the idea of aliens in general is so crazy, and I do get down with it. But what's crazy is, like, the idea that they communicate. I, th- I find that, like, harder to wrap my head around than the idea that of there being aliens is the fact that they would communicate. Like, I'm... I'm you know, we we have me and Alex have a mutual friend named Mike Calvin who shot DJ Stan the Man. Joe, you might have met him actually, and um, he has a theory that aliens are here, but they're more like um, like if you go in, like allergy in a swamp. You know, it's not like the like a gray or anything like that, but it's like it's it's the little small microorganisms that. You know, they're the little crawly bugs crawling around on your face at night, you know, when they have the microscope open to it. He thinks that those are the aliens. You know what I mean? Hmm. I haven't talked to Mike in a while. Maybe he heard me telling people that that's what he thinks. <laughs> he doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> what, why would? Why do they need three-foot seats? Then? Oh, I. it's very... Yeah, it's interesting. It's Wouldn't almost, they have microscopic fucking seats like this big if that was the case yeah well there's multiple kinds like yeah multiple, I'm, I'm, multiple I'm, types yeah, yeah that's I mean, true that's true that's true i mean that's definitely a possibility i always yeah, liked I, how uh yeah. how they portrayed aliens and um what was it um which which is the alien one with um mcbride what? mcbride I did. I didn't watch that one, man. It was one of the newer ones, right? Yeah, there was a, good too. It's good. There was a there was a cool th- element too. I'm pretty sure it was that movie where like they they get infected with the alien thing by like it's in a plant and it like puffs and they breathe it in. And I really, I really, oh, think, yeah, I, I might have watched. I might have watched. That I really, movie. I think that that's kind of almost how it would be. Like it wouldn't be some like special effects tiger coming at you. You know, right, 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 against right. Tiger, I think it would be something that would be like a plant. Well, that... I feel like that's going to be the end of our world, too. Dude, it's these plants. Stupid like that, you know? Well, the Earth is a fucking wild deal, dude. Like, I think the, we, the, the Earth, the Earth is a living thing, and, you know, we're kind of like a disease on it. It's going to kind of try and figure out a way to try and kill us off so we don't kill it type deal, which is scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. And imagine if it did take physical form where, like, I think it would be something where it would cut off our oxygen and fucking I mean, us. you know, a, a, rogue, a rogue wave is mm. fucking wiping out millions and homes and families and whatever. Like, that shit is it's hurricanes and fucking, you know, just natural storms Yeah, are fucking killing tons of people, wiping out their houses. I mean, look, look at what's happening in our area and like the South Shore and like, you know, by the water, like mm. houses are getting fucking taken out. You know what I mean? Like it's no big deal. Yeah. It's, it's getting worse and worse every year. It's like yeah. they're talking about California is going to be gone soon. Florida will probably be gone soon. You know, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if that fucking happened at all. Well, the California thing's even biblical for anybody out there listening that, you know, takes, religious or whatever but it's it's in the bible i guess it says that california is supposed to be like sucked off into the ocean or whatever i i always argue i i think i i did the church thing when i was younger and the only book of the bible i ever read was revelations and i enjoy it and i like it 
because it's a horror movie. And like, <laughs> if anybody's looking for like a crazy, wild read, read like the last book of the Bible where it's just the world ending and everything falling apart. It's fucking crazy. But it's like, it's wild stuff. But yeah, within that is California falling off into the ocean. I think via earthquake or something like that. The whole world kind of goes fucking bananas, like to horror movie like proportions, like crazy in that. And you know what I mean? I think it's just going to be the comet kaboo. I think a comet. I think the end. The world ends with a comet hitting us. I think that's the big fin. The big fin. Poof. Poof. Magnificato. But yeah, the alien. Speaking of the end, you know. Speaking of the end, you know. Yeah. Bring it back to Lazar. Yeah. I like that idea. Going off on a riff, fucking. I mean, it don't even matter. It's all good, you know. Whatever. That's how we do. But I mean, I know that's how we roll, you know. Yeah. But uh, so like something I learned with a book, I had no fucking idea of. He doesn't bring up in podcasts because obviously it's a touchy subject, you know. Before like any of this happened, he lost his first wife. Uh, she had pancreatic cancer and hid it from everyone. He knew she was going through shit, but he didn't know what was going on. He knew she wasn't comfortable, didn't know, you know, how bad it was, whatnot. And uh, she fucking committed suicide. Yeah. Really sad. Really, really sad. Like, I had no idea. I followed the guy for like three years, didn't even know this happened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she, you know, like, I think he went to work one day and, and, uh, she just left the car running in the garage. You know what I mean, the whole exhaust thing, you know, carbon monoxide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, they had everything going for them. Like they had, you know, uh, photography, like a Photoshop business. And, uh, uh, you know, they had the whatever, that that legal brothel, you know, yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was like they bought into something and they were making good money on it. I'm sure. And and uh, I think the the cancer just you know drove her to do it. You know, it's like, man, like that's that's messed up to have to deal with that in your well, life. It has that Walter Walter White vibe to it a little bit. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They open up the brothel to pay for a fucking medicine, almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hard living, dude. You think of it, you think of him, and you almost get the vibe that he was, you know, had a great his whole existence. You know what I mean? I mean, I know, I know. I mean, I, I, I feel like you know what? Maybe, maybe that is what kind of happened. Maybe he did try to dabble into some dark arts when when she did die. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, he was already kind of into this whole, you know, you know, getting into S four. You know, when this happened, you know what I mean? And then, you know, you end up meeting another lady and, you know, it's just, I don't know, man, that's, that's, that's tough. Like to lose your first wife is like, I don't even know. Like I wouldn't even know. It's like losing a child. What you, know what the, like, you know, there wouldn't have been a second wife if it, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I probably would have been. No, no, like his, wife. his second wife, his second wife was like, was a friends with his first wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she kind of, you know, consoled them. You know, yeah. they worked together. She worked at the uh, at the at the Photoshop. Like it was like one of her friends. Like I'm pretty sure they were like married like pretty soon like after like. So, so he said in the book, you know. Yeah, I've seen situations like that. 
you brought up dark arts and it made you know earlier I was thinking about this too and it didn't bring it up you know they one of the theories that some people have thought about with aliens is there's a demonic force there where it's it's not really aliens it's a demon thing it's more of an interdimensional type of demon which we did an episode of mostly ghostly I think that I forget a lot of it right now but was pretty heavy and there was some hard like there was some crazy evidence of people's theories you know just how like they're always in tri- a lot of the triangles you know what I mean and Ray was talking about like a, there's a number game to it that like matched up very very crazy you know and you have the whole thing of like the, what's the you know the biggest trick the devil ever did was convincing you they didn't exist and if you were able to kind of believe in this entity that you can't exactly name, but you call it an alien. That's fucking it, deep. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Deep. Like it's a what it's a weird thing. It's weird. So um, I, what I got from all this, like, yeah, just absorbing it the past couple of years, like very vaguely, like I haven't gotten too crazy into it mm-hmm. until like we started talking and you were like, Oh, we're doing Lazar. Like I was like, all right, then I'm going to, I'm going to get into it deep. Like, Right yeah. before, you know what I mean? because I can only let myself do it for so long, right? Because I'll just fucking go down this rabbit hole and I won't fucking fall out, get out of it. You know, I won't be able to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. But just seeing this, this other, seeing this other guy, this other pilot, like a Navy pilot that was in the Navy for twenty four years, and he saw this shit and saw this tic tac thing where it was a different shape, and and Lazar said, "Oh yeah, oh they were all different shapes." He might have said there was a tic-tac shape. I can't remember. I don't think he did. But he, he explained weird shit like that. But when they were saying they were, like, down on the water. And and then this thing, as soon as it, like, I think it, it was moving around and moving around. And it, like, sensed them there. Mm. It shot up into the air. Like, instantly. Yeah. Instantly, like, it was gone. Gone, like, within... Before a second, there is in in this other plane was like I don't know uh, twenty thousand or thirty thousand feet above them, and it flew up past them like the same second that this guy saw this thing move. Yeah, so it was just like gone, and it was it was there hovering on the water. Man, I'm thinking, I'm like. I feel like these things are watching us and then they're like amazed by what's going on in the water too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's fucking weird to talk about and like think about, but if you think about what's going on in the water, it's right. fucking way crazier than what we got going on on earth. What we got going on on earth is like, is like they might see somebody get killed once every fucking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't even know, but, you're watching death constantly in the ocean. Right. So, you know what I mean? These things might not yeah. kill at all. They don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, or maybe they're killing fucking twice as much as what's going on in the ocean. Who fucking knows? We don't know. Hmm. We have no idea. Like, that's what's been going on in my fucking mind recently. And I'm like, this is fucking weird to think about. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. But it's like, this is totally like, why are they hovering above the water? They're fucking hovering about the wa- about the water for some reason, dude. Like, are they trying to take over the world and the water at the same fucking time? Like, 
who fucking knows, dude? We don't fucking know. Like, could yeah. be anything. Could be anything. It could be. They could be taking fish. They could be. You know, some people like to say that they're trying to save the save us. I've heard that, of course. Well, I mean, that would be amazing. But, like, same thing like you were saying. They could be trying to take over the world. They dive into the fucking ocean with whatever the fuck they have, cause this gigantic rogue wave that fucking takes the whole world out. Like, that could happen, dude. Yeah. That could fucking happen. Like, that 100% could happen. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. If this guy is, like... You know, this anti-matter, anti-gravity fucking, you know, component that is just a cast, a cast. Like he said, he said it was like the feeling of go, trying to touch it. He tried to touch it. It was like, you know, when you try to put two strong magnets together. Yeah. They throw each other off. Yeah. That's what he said it was like. He said, he said it was like when he tried to touch it, it threw him off. And then there was a, there was a, you know, like what we think of a spacecraft is like what we look like, you know, the, the kind of Frisbee type. Yeah. It was half that. Yeah. That they were working with. It was just like, I think the top half. I wonder if because it moves so quick, did it look circular? I wonder if that's the deal with it. No, no, no. Because it was, it was, uh, it was, he said it was a, it was like a disc. Yeah. But then it had a ball in the middle of it. Okay. But it was just the top. So it was just the top half of the sphere. Yeah. And then like just the top half of the, it, it was, it wasn't like a, say you had like two Frisbees, like flipped one, one up on top of each other. Like that's what we, you, you, you originally like think of an alien, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or alien spacecraft, you know, you have two Frisbees yeah. flipped up and like a ball underneath and on top. Yeah. That it was just the top, and his partner was like, "Watch this!" And he threw the golf a golf ball at it, and it fucking shot up to the ceiling and blew a hole through the fucking through the uh, through the the tile in the ceiling. Hmm. It was like like broke the fucking ceiling, and they were like, "What the fuck was that?" You know what I mean? So it was like it's it's the power on it. We don't understand like at all. Like, he threw a golf ball at it and fucking shot out, like, shot it, shot it. Like, it shot it like a fucking gun. Like, it was like Mm. a boomerang gun, almost. Like, I think that... But a human human has that strength where we can go up to it and kind of, I don't know, there's something in a a human body that kind of can get closer to it, but it can't. You know, it's like this force field. It's a negative force field that like, we can't see. He, everybody said it was cold to the touch too like steel is. Yeah, yeah. Like a I titanium. Wonder if, he said he said he said he, it compared to titanium. Look yeah. and feel. I wonder if the how you know with the ma- the magneticness of uh that might not even be a word. Uh but the 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 how it's magnetic. I wonder if that was like maybe uh pacemakers and some of those deaths i wonder if it was stuff like you know just a pacemaker that got fucked up died maybe someone has some shrap metal in them you know that got oh, probably yeah stuck that could through be a big thing. yeah stuck through them you know burn fucking you could all you know 
You could also have it, you know, someone at Strap Metal, wherever, get sucked through them and, and fucking cut out whatever is in its path. Same thing with maybe if somebody, it was, it was behind them, and maybe they had a steel necklace on or something and fucking sucked it through their chest out the back or something. You know what I mean? It could be, there was how many people? He said, they said, a, just said a couple people. What, what, what work, working there? No, when they told the czar that a couple there was an accident and a couple people died, there wasn't a number on it. Oh yeah, they there? didn't even say they they said like one or or like a couple people, like one, two, fifty. Yeah, 000, yeah, they didn't say. Know. They were just like, oh, there was there was an accident. And the fact that right. they even told them it means it was big enough that he'd eventually hear about it somehow. Right, right. You know what I mean? But we haven't heard anything about it. No, never, never more, never that stuff. It's very interesting stuff, and he's still kicking. You know what I mean? I remember they said they were going to ruin his life. I know that, you know, the IRS went after people that were close to him and stuff like that. Um, when the, the wife, did she get sick after he he start, he told people, or was this before? No, no. His uh, So he was married a second time. Okay. Yeah. When When all this was going on. Like his second wife was having the affair, so the first wife passed she away. Di- she died, yeah, yeah, beforehand. And, and, and then, then he he got into the dirty shit, yeah. And then he got in the the. But then was area was the area fifty one stuff before the first wife? Well, no. kind of, all right. Because what I was going for is like you know, if you really you know the horrifyingness, if you know you wouldn't if you wanted to treat him a lesson, unfortunately, you wouldn't kill him. You would kill a loved one type deal. You know what I mean? Right, right. But right. that, that was before, unless they had a time machine going, which you never know. <laughs> but they yeah, did, yeah. Tra- yeah. they told him they were going to ruin him after he started talking, uh, which was funny. It's ob- it's like, obviously, that, 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 that alone's enough to scare you, like, <clears throat> messing around with that insane stuff like that. And he was the dude that went in there and he, he f- tried to figure out what the, what the substances and chemicals were and stuff and tried yeah, yeah. to re- yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like, he was trying to figure out what they couldn't figure out. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, but I, I, look, I understand, like, it's, it's, it's a touchy subject. Like, and I get, I get it, like, you know, there's surveillance, surveilling his house and, you know, you know, tapping his phone and shit like that. Like, I get that. Like, I, I totally understand that. Like, it's hardcore shit. You know what I mean? But, yeah. If you're doing that shit, like, you can't be, like, you know, calling the guy twice a week to come out at 8.30 at night and then, like, not calling him for fucking three weeks. Like, right. you can't do that shit. Like, and and almost, like, when the when I hear that, like, after listening to it, like, letting it sink in for a couple hours, I'm like, I feel like they set this fucking guy up. Mm. You know what I mean? It's possible. Like, oh, look at this idiot. You know what I mean? That, you know, he's, he's fucking got no game. He's, he's smart dude, but his fucking wife will cheat on him. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. It's no big deal. Like, and then, you know, like, but anybody, anybody would be like, if, if shit like that was going on, I'd be telling my friends, I'd be like, fucking listen, like, there's some crazy shit going on. I don't know. You know, like, unless they were like very, like very hardcore with, the rules and, and the and the pay and, and, and everything. It's like they kinda like were like piss in the wind for the next four months and then figure out what's going on. Like 
know what I mean? Like, it sucks. Like, I, I feel bad for the guy. I, you know, I'm like, sorry. I'm starting to think that the collapse of his marriage is something that they kind of know is going to happen because of the circumstance and they support it. It's almost like the conversation we were having before the show of how people will come in and push other people away from people in their life to kind of only be with them. So if a company came in, because that, that company realistically doesn't want him having a family. They want him to be completely focused on his job and what he has to do 24 seven, not breaking it up. You know what I mean? Amongst family life and stuff. Um, yeah. It was, it was kind of weird though. It was like his, uh, so his wife started taking like pilot lessons and that's who she ended up like cheating on him with. Okay. And like Bob was paying for the fucking lessons. You know what I mean? It's like, he's paying because she wanted to take pilot lessons. And it was like one of like Bob's friends pretty much like, or, or, or one of the guys that was teaching her lessons was cheating on him. Well, with her. Pot, yeah. you know, yeah, it was, it wasn't, I don't think it was his friend. It was another associate of the pilot, you know, company or whatever. It's all, I feel like the pilot would be connected to all that area 51 stuff. You know, they were all, uh, yeah, it could be. It'd be I mean, but I mean, you know, how the hell would is, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess, you know, this is the deal. Yeah. Any, the, any, any, any Rico Suave could walk in and be like, Hey, you want to learn how to fucking he, fly a plane? Well, this you'll is, make fucking 200 grand a year, you know, like, yeah, anybody can do that. Like you get a free probably get to take the plane out on the weekends and stuff like that. See the situation with it with with that is like, yeah, it's fucked up. I know. I'm I know. sure. I'm sure that divorce was huge in that field because of the, the secrecy and running, having to run run off at all different hours. So like, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get that. They, uh, they almost like assume it. They assume it's going to happen. And I wouldn't be surprised if they put the the right. wife in a situation to cheat to kind of quicken up the I really think that they would rather have him single and upset and focusing on his work and fuck the world and have the fuck the world attitude because the fuck the world attitude is important when you're dealing with stuff that could kill people and if you have a, I don't give a fuck about anybody attitude you're not worried about I know what you mean dude. yeah you're not yeah. gonna worry about if people are gonna die with what you're doing you know what I mean no I know what you mean I know what you mean it's like programming, like programming, like soldiers. But I feel, that I feel like, fighting. I feel like, would, wouldn't they like go balls to the wall, like, and uh, and 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 be like, you know, what I mean, like, look, like, this is your whole fucking life, like, like yeah. this is going to be your whole life. They didn't do that. They were like so vague about it, like, which that doesn't make sense to me. Like, you know what I mean, like. And I that's why it. I feel like he's telling the fucking truth because it's like, I feel like these, like this company would have like been like, dude, this is going to be your whole fucking life. Like you might lose your, your wife. I mean, like they, they didn't say any of that shit. They were just like, oh, well, you know, but then again, it was the eighties and that's like, people didn't give a fuck about shit back then. Yeah. You know I mean, like, oh, whatever this guy, I'll, you know. It's, lose his wife. We don't really care about his wife, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. interesting. He's already lost one wife, so whatever. You know, oh, you know, it doesn't fucking matter, you know. That Bob. Yeah, that it's Bob. sad. I know it's fucked up. You know, there there was an M, in the MK Ultra. We did an episode of MK Ultra. There was a dude that thought he was cool with the. He was like he was in on in on it, and uh, they fucking they dosed him. 
and fucked with him, and like he thought he was so but felt so betrayed by it that he jumped out. Dosed him on like him. what LSD? Uh... Yeah, like the LSD dosed him, and he he felt so betrayed by that that he was no longer on the inside that he fucking killed himself. And I always oh. thought that was scandalously weird that he's a part yeah, of the problem and then it turned on him so he fucking killed himself. <laughs> Crazy. He should have been grateful <clears throat> for the good drugs. Ugh, what an asshole. Exactly. That's what I said. I think I even made that joke. But, yeah. So Lazar... Great minds think alike. There it is. So Lazar, you know, the poor dude, but he's still kicking it, you know, bigger than ever. I wonder... It's almost like, you know, you know that if they killed him, they'd make it, they'd prove that he was right. So the, the, the best thing you can kind of do if you would have kind if, if in a Bob Lazar situation, if you didn't want people knowing, you leave him alive, but then throughout the years, you kind of jeopardize his integrity. You know what I mean? So then when people look back on it, they go, he did say that. Yeah. But yeah, but remember seven years after that, he said this and he might not even ever have said it. They could plant it in the media or whatever, but. People are gonna go. Oh, you said that. Fuck him. He's stupid. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think he was a good guy ever. He's a bad guy always. So that's the scary part of going against society. You know, a little touch of that Kanyezy with Kanye going Kanyezy, yeah. going against going against media and them fucking stomping him out like fucking. They stomped him out like the firecracker set the lawn on fire. Is how they sit. They stomp Kanye out there. They're like, get the fuck out. Pop, pop. He'll be back, though. You can't kill oh, Kanye. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. You never kill Kanye. He's like a fucking yeah. slasher icon. Yeah, he's like, like that algae fucking alien. He may, he could be. Kanye could be an alien. Imagine that. That actually makes sense. If Kanye and <clears throat> the Kardashians and all those weird reality fucking people were aliens. That would make a lot of sense. Very interesting. Yeah, well, they're they come in all shapes and forms now, like Bobby says. So, it is what it is. Do you, do you gentlemen, have anything else to say about the the Bobby Lazar situation? I, mean, I got some shit, Hawk. You got anything? Um, nothing. Just oh, that uh, he uh, he has a lot of interesting in, information and and uh, 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 beliefs and. I mean, I'm open to it. I mean, there's no like, I mean, when when you're dealing with 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 aliens and and the government and all that, I mean, I put nothing past the government if they want to, if they can find a way to, uh, you know, screw someone over for the betterment for themselves, uh, they do it in a heartbeat. So I wouldn't be surprised that they were manipulating him. Uh, the entire time. The only question is what their main end game was. What 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 did they get out of you know messing around with him? I mean, did he figure something out something out that uh, that could, that they wanted to keep under wraps? Did he see something he uh, they didn't want to risk him saying that would uh, be uh, credible? What's so, your pick? What's your opinion of it being like a social, like a Bob, Bob Bob Lazar situation being like a social experiment where they just, they want to know what a human would do knowing info like that being released into the world? Well, I mean, 
My only problem with that is the fact is why why did they pick uh, what was the benefit of picking him for the social experiment? I mean, the thing Could is if gamble. you're going to pick someone for a social experiment, first of all, usually you'd pick more than one guy. Okay, so you have different been. variables and you can test different uh, synopsis is yeah. out. Secondly, it's like, I mean, what what benefit do they get out of this? I mean, doing this social experiment, what is it in for them? I mean, other than, of course, just screwing around this guy's life. Well, they could learn, they would learn what to do next time if it was ever the same situation but out of their control. Well, but there's nothing to learn because it's pretty basic. If well, you, they would see if it's human nature. Oh, there's a lot you, to learn, man. There's a lot to learn because you could you'd see you would see how the the, the the subject would react. You would see how society would react react to taking in the news. There's a lot, you know what I mean. There's a lot there to test out. Yeah, but but like I said, it would make more sense if there was more than just one man. Well, because. Because the thing is that, okay, if you're going to do an experiment, okay, every different person is going to react differently to the exact same uh, experiment that you give them. Right. And if you just randomly take one guy and you do that, okay, that's how he's going to react. That's how Bob's going to react. Mm. But they do the same thing to you, Matt. You're not going to react the same as Bob. No, not me. Yeah. Never. I mean, if, me if you do it to me, I'm not going to react the same way as Matt and Bob. Hell no. That's true. Bang. <laughs> You're dead. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is that if the social experiment was the purpose of them messing around with Bob, then I mean, maybe there's another reason why they did that. If it's a social experiment, it only makes sense if he was one of many different people they did this to. Because honestly, what did they learn? That they made him paranoid? I mean, come on, that's kind of like, no duh. You know that they experiment on everything, Hawkman? I mean, if they're going to do an experiment, you have to have a, 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 um, there's a, uh, there's, I forget the term for it, you have to have, like, one that's, like, in a stasis, that's going to be, like, your, your, your standard group, okay? Mm. And then you gotta have the ones on the outside, it's like the whole placebo and actual, um, you know, uh, drug uh, effect, you know. So you can see how one people react uh, with the other. So the mm. fact is that if it was more than just Bob, then yeah, I can see the social experiment being an issue. But if they're just going around with Bob, I mean, maybe Bob pissed someone else off that. And they decide just to focus on him for retribution. That's the only way that makes sense to me. Because you're not learning anything if you're doing a social experiment with only one one guy. Well, Bob talked. That was that was why. That's why he was singled yeah. up. Because he was the one that talked. And there's <laughs> many of people who have talked throughout the years going through the same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... And the thing is, like I said, if it was a social experiment, it would have been, I would have thought it would be a, a lot more people at the same time. I think he's a test subject. I think he's a test subject himself a little bit. 
Who's to say where? Yeah, I, I, I've been starting to think that too a lot, like thinking about it. You know what I mean? But, but also, you know, one of the lines like in the book, I, I think it was the book that I, I wrote this down. I wrote it down early in my investigation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He said, like, uh, there's a secret government inside the government yep. that, you know, we don't know about. Well, yeah, there's always backhand dealings and all of that. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, what was that? What was I going to? What was going to say here? Like, you know, it's a crime against the scientific community to keep it out of the public. You know, there's him him working on this this craft that's like, you know, element one fifteen. You know, it was not on the periodic table before this hit the media. And now it is, like, 20 years later. Yeah. Which is, that's fucked up. Right. You know, but there's a new material out there. There's a new material that they think, or at least I think this is what this craft is from. Yeah. You know. That's fucking wild. I mean, like, he's talking about antimatter. You know, he's saying... Stable antimatter does not appear to exist in our universe. It's, you know, Why it, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. Like there's so much in the book where, where, where it's, it's him explaining. And then like George Knapp, like George Knapp is like a, he's like one of the, the biggest journalists in the world. Like he, he's got all these fucking awards. I mean, he, he's been working on this for like 30 years with, yeah. with, with Bob, you know, and 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 he, even him, he he read the uh, he wrote he wrote the foreword of the book, and it was like an hour long. I was like, holy shit! Like I never <laughs> heard a foreword be an hour long. Like right, that's right. fucking wild, you know. And and he and he something he told me was like or 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 said that like caught my eye, like or cut my ear, I should say. It was like there's eighty nine thousand acres of Nevada was confiscated by the Air Force for some reasons unknown. Quotations. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of acres, man. 89,000 acres. You know what I mean? Where you, if you drive out there, they're going to be like, oh, yep, nope, nope, you can't be out here. There's, there's fucking shit going on. Fucking get out of here. Like, you know what I mean? And, and that's where they got caught. In a situation, look, look, looking at the tests, looking into the yeah, tests. yeah, bringing the friends out, yeah, and, and, and they, you know, they called and because they took everyone's IDs when they were out there, and they saw Bob's and they knew Bob because Bob worked for them, yeah, and they were like, oh no, no, you guys can go because we know you, and then immediately Bob was brought in for interrogation. It's like, yeah, that's fucked up, like. Yes, supposedly he brought out like a couple different groups. None of the people were friendly with each other from the groups. None of them talked or anything. And I guess that every time they went out there at exactly the same time that that Bob said it was going to be, they could they could like see shit going down. They saw shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, he brought. He said. He said in the book, you know. Yeah. They were all his friends, like acquaintances. You know what I mean? But like they were smart. And like people that he know he could trust. Yeah. 
with his word. You know what I mean? Right. And like, you know, they weren't friends together. Like, but Bob was like good acquaintances with all of them. Yeah. So like eventually, like the people that were there were like, oh, okay, I know why you brought me up with this guy. Because like we probably don't fucking like each other or whatever, but like we kind of touch common grounds, you know, somewhere. Mm. And we like agree on some shit, like where it's like this is fucked up. Like what what the hell's going on here? Like what what you know? I don't know. It's just it's fucking weird, man. It's weird. I'm surprised that discipline was never really a big deal. Was how secret that is. You'd think that they you would sign something that would be like. Oh, he did. He signed shit. He signed shit. That's why, like, right away, he was, like, interrogated, like, right away. And he, that's, that's pretty much when he lost his job. And they were like, your fucking wife's having an affair. You idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it's yeah. like, you know. That sucks. But I, th- I, f- I figured there'd be a little more hardcore. I, you know what I mean? Like, you give it up. Well, you know, it's like kind of messed up. Yeah. It took him three weeks to notice. Oh. That they were out there. That's kind of weird. That is kind of weird. I don't know about that, but but the third week they were out there, like the thing, like the orb or whatever the fuck, you know, they were flying the fuck around, like came up closer to them. And they were like, oh shit, like we need to get the fuck out of here. They were like hiding behind the cars and and I'm like, oh dude, you're fucked now. Like, you, what the fuck did you do? Like, but they they were all thinking like we're gonna die like this right. thing's coming after us this fucking thing's coming after us so we're gonna die. Do you guys think it was really an, an a U like an alien or a new technology that they were flying themselves? No, no, I, 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 yeah, but that's the thing. I don't know how the fuck were they flying? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I don't think they have aliens. Right. Like, I mean, but then again, how were they flying? Well, they say that they're like what twenty years ahead of what we what we would be. There, there's some number they have where like supposedly oh, what, aliens, no society, like society, like the oh yeah, yeah. being government or like twenty. What they have is like what we would, what society would have in twenty years. They're dealing with now type deal. You know what I mean? Technology wise. So if that was the case, you could really if it, if you just had a super advanced remote controlled fucking airplane. Or a drone, like that's all that could really be. I mean, that's what I think it would be. I don't think there's anything actually driving it, but it's more like a drone, you know, some computer driving it. So, like, they fucked them up, like, they just kind of like set them up. Yeah, which is weird though, because like, if you were to take like weird do, it's like weird that there's generational aliens where like a tech, a futuristic technology, technical alien is like technology where you don't even need a body to it. But like back in the eighties, there was the crap the, the there was seats in that craft for actual life forms to sit in. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're moving away from life forms into something different soon. Like tech, like the computers, complete computer shit with, uh, yeah, it's weird, man. I it's weird. You know, I was surprised. You know, for what he did, I would assume that would be for sh- not just the bring his friends there, but the delight that he shed. You'd think that would have been they would have done a, a you know prove a point with him. 
was it Snow the dude the fucking Snowden who told everybody that you're, the government. He wasn't watching. killed, right? He's not dead, right? He's, He's not killed. dead, but no, he no, can't. He... he can't come back to the U.S. Like he just told people that the government's watching him behind the scenes, and yeah. he can't even come back in America. But you have someone like Bobby, who maybe he, maybe Bobby knows does know the right people. Maybe that's why he's allowed to kind of, you know, almost feel like they would say, look, you betrayed the fucking government by telling people our secrets. Get the fuck out of here. And they never did that. With I don't him. know, man. I, I kind of feel like Bob is, like, scared for his life, dude. Like, like really, because, like, you know, when he when he first went on to the, into the, you know, the news and shit, you know what I mean? Like, when he was first doing it, whatever, in 89. Yeah. It was like 90, 91, whatever. Like, even now, like, he was, like, scared to go on Rogan. Well, that was, if you said 90, like, 1990, 91? Yeah. That was the time you were getting killed, for sure. That was definitely a time you were getting shot for. Oh, I know when you were getting killed, but, dude, you you can get (laughs) killed fucking now, dude. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, it's more open now, I think. But, yeah, but I'm with you. Well, I mean, I mean, either kill them or just take them to a black side and lock them up forever. Oh, well, you call it the black side? Black site. Black site. The fuck yeah, is a black, black site? Yeah, I've you know where the black site is, right? That's no. no. What? What is this? Is this? Is this? Is it behind your fucking curtain there? What no, is no. I thought no, you were no. saying something you'd want deleted <laughs> later. It's a. No, yeah, no. I mean, supposedly for. from what what I've read, black sites. Uh, where like, uh, if there's someone that they need to, it, it's pretty much like a prison for the, uh, worst of the worst of like, um, uh, people that cause problems with the government, like, you know, terrorists or, or those kind off the grid, the kind of like the ones that, you know, that the government doesn't want you to know that they have. Like where Osama bin it's, Laden really is. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the thing is that I mean go, the, whether they're bl- called black sites or something else, yeah. you know that the government has prisons where they keep people that they either you know want to hide away the fact that they have them, and it's kind of like off the book prison is the best way to. I think it's for the highly intelligent criminals are there. The ones that, if you put in a regular prison, would turn prison into their army and take or, over. The or, or the kind of ones that you know, for you know, a, a joke's sake, if if it was, if they did grab Osama bin Laden and faked his death, and yeah. they still needed to keep him around, you know, they'd keep him in that where you know they can't, you know, have any proof that they have have these people. You know, like uh, foreign uh, nationals that were holding, you know, against the will without any, like, due process and all that. Elvis uh, is there. They got Elvis on a bad speeding ticket. And now he's <laughs> in there, yeah. Elvis is there doing night nightclub venues. Jailhouse Rock. Yeah. All right, fuck it. Got it. So with Bobby... I'm surprised Bob never fucking got into real trouble. I guess he's afraid for his life. Whenever I see him, he never seems scared. But I, there's got to be a lot of... I'm seeing him on the Joe Rogan show where it's probably the safest place in the world for him. But, you know, when it's 3 o'clock in the morning and 
you know. You oh, he's freaking up. He's freaking hearing up. something in your backyard. You gotta, you got, you're a little worried. Exactly. Here's a deer down. steps on a twig. He's like, <clears throat> downstairs. You're, you're outside. You're approached by somebody you don't know. I guess anything would kind of be, could be it because not only the government. There's crazy people that'll just go out there and kill them because they, you know, their dog told them to do it or they thought it was uh, the right thing to do at the time. You know what I mean? They said that's what uh, that's what Joe wanted for Christmas, so I went and fucking killed Bob Lazar, <laughs> and that made sense in his head. You know what I mean? And he did it, and it was terrible. But I got some questions, man. I got some questions. You know? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder. You know, you know, nobody knew about S four mm-hmm. before he brought it to the public. Like everyone knew about Area Fifty One. Like. Everyone knew about it. And, uh, you know, even you guys were, were both like, oh, yeah, Area 51, you know, Area 51. Yeah, yeah. That's what everyone talks about. Like, S4 was like a, a section of Area 51. Like, they could be, I mean, 89,000 acres that we don't they, know about, like, in Nevada. Like, that's insane. Like, some that's fucking insane, dude. I don't even know how, how many miles that is. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. Somebody claims so like you, you think that it's like, you know, why why are his records gone? You know, why would the FBI raid this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean, like, I why, why the phone? Why the phone tapping? Why is people phone tapping this guy? Like, Can you there's a reason. That? Are they are they setting him up or are they? If he can, I mean, I wonder if he can prove the wiretappings and stuff like that. Because if they, like, like you said earlier, dude, if they just erased him, then and he oh, could, oh, he could he, literally he be probably he probably has he probably has the uh, paperwork. Yeah. So, so, so one of the things he was like, he talked to one of his friends about uh, one of the whatever some bullshit like, you know. I think it was like a spacecraft or some some bullshit, like oh, whatever. Something he was working on, some reactor that, like, he you know something for a spacecraft. He didn't say it was a spacecraft, but he was like something that this fucking country, this world, doesn't have right now. Yeah, and he had this nickname through his friend with his friend, and he was given. They were talking back in like, like you know. Fucking whatever, you know, stupid alien talk. Oh, but God, like you were saying earlier. So they were saying that, and he was saying that, (laughs) and they were doing that for like a day or two. And like within a couple of hours of them doing that, like they came with like fucking with that, with like phone logs of all his like speak, like everything. He was like, they were like, explain this, explain this, explain this. Like they just like busted into him, like during like dinner he was like what the fuck like he's like oh i'm just like joking around with my friends like they're like no 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 explain this explain this explain this we know where it's coming from it's one of your friends what what the fuck's going on here and he was just like oh i'm just like i'm i was fucking around like we were just like joking around like about like this talk and that talk like they were like no 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 no, no. get get fucking more descriptive on this you know and he was just like oh shit like i, I think i fucked up here like what the yeah. fuck <laughs> So like the, the he kind of fucked himself like right. a couple of times, you know what I mean? Like which I get, like, but it's like, dude, they fucking lead. They were leading them on. It's like you lead yeah. them on. It's like, 
you know, trying to go out with a girl and then she's just like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to hang out with this guy. It's like, oh, what the right. hell? Like, you know, like, you know, that's he was getting led on like for for his job. Like, and it's like the most intense job anybody in the country fucking has. It's like, right. What the hell? I wonder if it was a test. I wonder if like people were quitting. Yeah, but... I think that, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely you're gonna want. You're gonna want the people that hold out to the very end for that job. You know what I mean? I assume that's kind of the test. The way yeah, it sounds I mean, is like you don't want to like, go. What, the, what the hell? Like, I feel like if you hold on for something like that, like you you got something wrong with your fucking head, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Right? Like, am I wrong? Like, no, you're. Fuck? I think he had he had visions of grandeur. I think he thought he was going to be making a lot of money, and I know that. Wouldn't you? I would. Of course. Yeah, Jack. Well, he said. I know in his interview he says that you know the most important thing that he the thing that he's still to this day upset about isn't losing the money. It's it's the science. It's the science of it. He's such a science nerd that he says that I was literally at the top of the pile with everything groundbreaking and I don't have that anymore. And that's the yeah. biggest thing yeah. I hate. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Man. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Yeah. That's what stuck with me too. It's like, it's a crime against the scientific community to keep it out of the public. Yeah. Why do you think they're so afraid of it going public? I don't think they are power. anymore. I don't think they are anymore. Why do you think they were? It's it's because of the power. It's the power. No, yeah, I think power, there's a lot more. But I honestly, I think like uh, I think uh, our our world is so consumed on stupid bullshit. It doesn't even matter anymore. Like, which is fucking sad. No. Because, like I was saying earlier, like they they care more about Kanye's fucking shoe, fucking you know. Hey, his don't you care line, about his shoe the... line is fucking gone. So, oh man, what the fuck? Like, there it is, dude, dude. They they announced that there was they were working on UFOs, and nobody even bat an eye. Like, no, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Uh, they all I mean, worried about Kanye walking barefoot. I mean, we don't want to see poor Kanye walking without those shoes. <laughs> dickhead, his big boots. Yeah. You know the thing that the, the th- one of the big theories of why they don't want people to know is because of the re- religious aspect of it. You know, religion, you know, rules so much of things that if you were to say, "Oh, yeah, there's definitely another life," then it's not a you know, it's like did God create that life too? And if He didn't, is there another God? And then you know, people ask a lot of questions, and there's nothing the church hates more than questions. You know what I mean? Um, so there's like that. I think there's a that's a big reason why it was held off for a while. But I also, in the same sense of that, that you know, the devil thing of the devil tricking you would be like bringing why if if, if you know if you brought in alien, you would probably definitely take a big the church would take a big hit. I think that you know bringing in the alien thing is almost going to be the death of the church a little bit. You know what I mean when they say, okay, this is. Like I just said, God created you. Did God create them too? <clears throat> if he didn't, who did? And other, you know what I mean? And it's going to be a big thing. But it's weird. We got into a big discussion once, and it was very interesting on like the, the downfall of the, a, the belief in a 
God or a spiritual side of things. And then kind of the rise of technology where technology is everybody's God and they worship it, which is where we're at. And, uh, it's almost like a satanic thing, which is kind of fucking wild. It's a wild road to journey down in conversation. Yeah. I think Bob knows about it. Bob gets down with it. It's a, uh, just a secret government <laughs> inside the government, man, you know? Yeah. It's fucking wild, man. I mean, there's so many theories. It's how, you know, the, the, the government's gotten into the dark arts before too. You know, they've had their time where they, you know, they got into fucking figuring, you know, medicine men studying them and how, you know, how, you know, with prayers and spells and voodoo and all types of shit. They've dabbled in all of it to see what the truth was and what works. Uh, they've been every, they've been everywhere, man. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Joe, you got any, I know you had a bunch of notes. You got some more notes? Uh, I'm a little uh, tapped down on my notes. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm no no I'm just I'm confused with like some of the shit like where it's just like where the guys like oh this is a reactionless craft like you know it creates a distortion in front of it to move yeah like it doesn't make any sense to me like I just I just that like hearing that I'm like okay like what what do you mean like and, and he kind of explained it where he was like all right, so say you have a bowling ball in the middle of a bed. And then you put your hand down on the bed, and the ball rolls. It's like, that's a reaction. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this is like a, so you, the ball's in the middle of the bed, and then it just moves on its own. Hmm. So scary. Reactionless craft that doesn't, need anything it needs no what's, what's the word propulsion like pro- right. no propulsion system and no power source like it's just moving with itself it's one like there's no there's nothing i mean it's like it's like a cast yeah like you can make a cast like you know thing in life like i work with metals i work with all sorts of bullshit always have like for years but like it's just a fucking thing. It doesn't fucking move on its own. It doesn't, it can't bend. It can't fucking, you know what I mean? Like, but this shit is bending light and fucking, you know, moving, moving on its own. Crazy. Moving on its own with no, no, you know, gas coming out of it, like, or anything like, you know, so this guy fucking says, you know, who knows, but I don't know. It's just, Love it's it. fucking. It's, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it, honestly. I'm kind of fucking interested, you know? I'm very interested, you know? You guys ever hear about, like, the magnets with, uh, like, engine magnets or something like that? I remember some dude years ago was telling me that, like, a way you can get away from um, gas, like, gas stuff and such is a magnet thing where it's a circle, and the way the magnets are, they pull themselves, so it's continuous, and it never stops moving because the magnets are just continuous going. And through that, it would create energy, and that energy can start to give you the electricity and such. It's kind really, it's, yeah. It was kind of like a thing, and it didn't need no energy to to start it up. You know what I mean? It would just go because of the pull. And uh, 
Oh, that could be something, dude. That's fucking pretty interesting. I like that. He was building one in his fucking living room. I've met some interesting folks throughout my day. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I, that always st- stuck with me because I'm like, man, that actually makes sense. Like, that would fucking. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. That's cool. I never even thought of that, dude. It's He was a that's... smart dude. He was like one of those people <laughs> that were real. He was like a Kaczynski uh, whatever his yeah, yeah. name, uh, fucking Teddy, where like he was smart, but like all in the wrong ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> but, always in the wrong way. That's a good way to end it. There yeah. So with that being said, you know, we hope you got got a nice in tune touch with Bob Lazar. Uh, as usual, let this be a kicking off point, and uh, definitely go out there and do some more research on him. Very interesting character. A lot of cool stuff uh those joe rogan episodes were big um oh yeah millions of views yeah i'm trying to think of any other shows he was on that i can think of dude i've been looking down fell down a rabbit hole there's like hundreds of them yeah he's done a lot like i I haven't uh, i think we need to do uh one of those the fravor the commander fravor this guy that was on he was on uh on rogan he, he's it was a pilot that's seen the other shit. Like we needed when to do an episode, man. Hell yeah, definitely. I definitely get down with that. Yeah, um, he's a younger guy, a younger guy. Sorry, recently, like that's fucking scary <laughs> to think about that. Dude. That's fucking scary to think about. Yeah, yeah, they're under the water, man. I think they're living under the water. Sure. Yeah, best place to hide. Well, yeah. if you. If y'all like this episode, go listen to more episodes. I believe we have one more episode before this season wraps up. Uh, we have the author Keith Roveri, uh, our boy, uh, going to be joining us. He's got a new show that's on the network, the Boombastic Media Network. His show is called The Lighter Side of Serial Killers with Keith Roveri. And you can hear that anywhere you listen to podcasts. You know what I mean? Now, his show is truly unique. In the sense that not only, you know, he, he's an author that's r- written a, a couple books. Uh, the most recent one, uh, My Story of Why You, um, on Amazon now. He, he was on the show in the past uh, for Serial Killers in Heaven, Victims in Hell, question mark. Um, but he's been corresponding with Serial Killers for about 10, 20 years. And uh, for his books, wrote a couple books. And uh, he was starting to get a little bit into the media, and he's a friend of the network, and we uh, laid it out, and now he's going to show with us. And he actually bring, he has the serial killers come on the show, which is the most unique part about it. So he'll tell you a little bit about it, and then he has these folks call in via prison phone or via smuggled-in cell phone. Um, very crazy stuff, you know what I mean? Very fun stuff for any of the true crimers out there that get down. That be uh, something for you. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Like I said, I think we got that one last episode. Then we're taking a small break. During that break, uh, go check out more episodes of Behold the Pill podcast. We're up to I think sixty, maybe right over sixty-one, sixty-two episodes right now of the show. I'm sure there's something out there that you out there that yeah, for shizzle for sure. And uh, if you're looking to support, oh, yeah, go check out. By this time, I think the Christmas episode will be up on the Boombastic Media YouTube page. So go check that out. 
And uh, if you're looking to do some more support, and we got a Patreon page at Boombastic Streaming on Patreon, Boombastic with two O's. And uh, with that being said, uh, I believe this will be after Christmas, but if not, Merry Christmas. Happy, you know, definitely we'll catch you before the new year. And uh, yeah, this should fall in between the week of uh, before New Year's after Christmas. So happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Everybody out there, be good. Keep your eyes on the stars. And if you see something, call Bob Lazar's. Let's do it. (laughs) We'll catch y'all on the next episode of Behold, 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 a Pale Podcast. Believe it or not, I'm not into UFOs. I don't follow stories or you know, Even after listen. your experiences? No, I'm fascinated with the technology, and I, I, it really it irks me like every night I go to sleep that, you know, I don't, that it was my own doing, essentially, that, that prevented me from continuing on in the, in the project. I mean, it's the, the, to be on that cutting edge of technology is so alluring to me. Right. But, you know, uh, by the same token, I don't really care that there's aliens or where they come from i mean the prize is the technology and that's what i'm fascinated by but so i don't listen to ufo stories and that sort of thing but george knapp is um i mean he's the guy that has the contacts and tries to thread everything together and uh, what he recently told me is he found i don't know it was either documentation or people that he spoke to it's at this the existence of this project the project that i was on it's something that they seem to take out every eight or ten years it's really where physics is so i i can i can see them doing that i mean i didn't have any uh information on that but i think what you know george uncovered is probably accurate that uh you know we try and do what we can and once we reach a roadblock on we really can't figure it out it's just friggin' wait put the thing away wait for science to catch up and you know, a decade later, let's take the project out again and see, all right, now where can we go? But well, there's got to be someone who remains informed, right? Oh, like, yeah. So you've got your scientists like you and Barry. you got your people that you compartmentalize. you got these people working on Yeah, there project. has to be some people right. that know everything. You've got security, and then someone's going to be on the outside saying, hey, we need people to guard this building don't let anybody in for 10 years i think yeah i think a lot of that is private industry and i think that's how they keep it yeah i think that's how they litter because the government is just so leaky i think that's kind of what they're doing that's what the document kind of proves you just articulated that that um it is in control of private industry what private industry some aerospace company something i don't know yeah they wouldn't they would the guy would the admiral wouldn't name it in the car right in the conversation right so they still have these things supposedly i would guess i mean i don't have any information on have that you ever asked anyone that has any inkling of any idea of where they got them or how they got them no but um something must have been said to me um from barry and but i i it was just too long ago and i i can't quite remember what was said but it it just left a seed in my mind. I think at least one of them was part of an archaeological dig. So it's old. Something one At least one of them is old. I don't know if it was the one I worked on, but I remember something to do with an archaeological dig. Whoa. So that's, uh, 
That means it's not just old, it's ancient. That'd be a great Steven Spielberg movie. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> As all of it would. 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 As all of it would.